It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is ATL Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, and it starts now. Welcome into ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra. Man, we just want to say thank you for making ATL Day Ones your first listener today. And remember, we're free and available wherever you download your podcast and wherever you download your podcast. Make sure you leave us a five-star review. It is essential like water is to life. So, yeah, don't make the wrong decision. So go there today and make the right one because we really appreciate you just for that. Now, it's time for the Braves to get the brooms out. And we're going to tell the the folks exactly how they can do that. It's one thing to say, tell somebody to do something, but the the good people, the great people, they tell you exactly how to do it. And we'll do that just for you. And it is game day. The Falcons take on the Lions up at Ford Field. Six o'clock tonight is going down. We know exactly who we'll have our eyes on. We'll reveal those in, in our deep dive segment. And last but not least, and for the culture, the Atlanta sports scene is getting younger. And you know what? It looks very promising. T and I are going to give you some names that are going to help carry that Atlanta sports tradition or change it because we're tired of the dog on losing. And um, that's in for the culture. But before we get there, Atlanta Braves take on the, the, uh, the Marlins tonight. And – just like we said, T, this is one, these are one of the things that, you know, Braves need to go in and get a sweep. They swept mm-hmm. the Red Sox. They did exactly what they were supposed to do. I think this Marlins series is no different. Yeah, this is one where you just beat the teams that you're supposed to beat. You've been doing it all year. And what I love is this. We know that Max Fried, obviously, we got the news yesterday that he was put on the concussion IL retro back to August 8th. So that's the good yeah, news, August right? 8th. Because mm-hmm. that at least lets us know by the 15th, he should be back and ready to rock and roll somewhere kind of in the middle of that Mets series. So right. hopefully, and there's a, you know, a little hole for the starting pitcher right in the middle of there. So hopefully he'll be able to fill that. But I say that to say, if you're going to miss Max for a series, this would be the one, right? And even right. Jake Odorizzi, who's starting tonight, mentioned that he feels like he's going to be a little bit better in his second start with the Braves because he will have gotten his comfort zone with uh, William Contreras. So to your point, no reason that the Braves can't go into Miami and just get this done and keep it moving. No doubt about it. And that and that Jake Odorizzi is a, is a good name to keep an eye on because, you know, this is the guy that – Alex Anthopoulos traded for, and we want to see a little kit back on some, get some return on that investment mm-hmm. that Alex Anthopoulos used to, you know, bring him over. And I, and I think that that this is a, the best opportunity, right? The Miami Marlins are a good thing to try, try out, right? Because yes. we have <laughs> Jake Odorizzi, Ian Anderson is going to get a start. Yeah. And we'll talk about whether or not which, which one of those starters has to do well or get the win in order for the Braves to, to complete this sweep that we talked about. But before we get there, T, tell the folks about betonline.net. So betonline.net, of course, is your number one source for all your betting needs, all your betting info. So you're thinking about the latest sports developments, right? Whether or not you're still betting the over-under or you're betting for the Braves 
to win the NL East or you want to bet for the Mets to win the NL East. Or if you're me, you're looking to check out what's the over under for the Steelers. And yes, they are winning more than seven and a half games. So people get over it. But <laughs> if that line moves, I go to betonline.net to find out just that. And that's what we do for NFL, MLB or NBA, which, you know, Jarvis and I talked about the fact that there's word out there on the street that people are expecting the Hawks to come in number two in the East. So this is where you would watch those trends, betonline.net, but you can do it also for niche sites or niche sports rather like golf, MMA, and boxing. So again, it's real easy. After you finish watching ATL Day 1s, go in your browser or on your phone and check out the bet online website today and you can get all the information that you need to know where the game starts go to betonline.net no doubt about it and older it's interesting that you know older is getting to start tonight right because he was a guy that i think was brought in for some as as insurance for mm-hmm. a guy like ian anderson and like we yes. talked about you know max free being on the il and mm-hmm this being a good series for him to take kind of to give us, give him a little break so he can kind of get his minds and the thoughts together. Yes. Literally um, yes. for, for that yes. Met series. Um, I think that th- these two guys and Anderson mm-hmm. and Odorizzi are two pitchers that I feel like they have to get it going to you. I feel like yes. those two guys have to get it going in order for the Braves to sweep, uh, sweep these guys like they're exactly like they're supposed to. Yeah. And I probably will literally hone in on, and you make a good point about Odorizzi as well as Anderson, but I'm going to go with Charlie Morton because mm-hmm. I'm still looking for Charlie Morton to consistently give us the Charlie Morton of old. So yes, right. we've seen flashes of it. He'll give us, give it to us one game and then not another. And don't get me wrong. There has to be the right run support because it's not always his fault when he doesn't get the win. It's really not always these pitchers faults. We let just last week, I think in one of those, the series, it was like, an amazing game, you know, from uh, Max Freed. And then it's like, okay, can he get some run support? So again, if Charlie Morton gets the right run support, let's just set him up for success. But I do want to see him be more consistent. And I hope that he can get that consistency going in this series against the Marlins ahead of the Mets and not just the Mets, but really ahead of the rest of the season. Yeah. And, and, and I'll add another name in there, right? Spencer Strider. Spencer Strider yeah. got to get it going too mm-hmm. because his last outing, not good. Um, yeah. It was it was right. not good last time we, we saw Spencer Strider because he's a guy that we were expecting to come up big because he could match, you know, that 100 mile per hour that, you know, Jacob DeGrom was throwing on the mm-hmm. mound, 102 to be exact. And, you yes. know, he's like, he's a 100 mile per hour guy. And, mm-hmm. and he was out of there in what, two and two thirds, if I remember correctly. So yep. that's, that's, that's unacceptable at, yeah. at this point because like the Braves need Strider to be Spencer Strider. Like the mm-hmm. reason why the buzz is, 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 is a buzzing about him being the NL Rookie of the Year or he and Michael Harris being co-NL Rookie of the Rookies yes. of the Year. So I think that, you know, those are some of the things that we have to see in this series. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, not only, you know, and you kind of brought it up, uh, I like the fact that you brought it up, that run support has to be there as well because you got Ronald Acuna, he's starting to mm-hmm. warm up, he's starting to heat up a little bit. Yes, And yes. you saw Marcelo Zuna 
come out come out of his closet. Right, and, right. Ho- hopefully that yes. won't, that won't be you know fog. a one shot deal. Stays yeah, out yeah. the fog, that brain fog of of him trying to figure out how to be a major league baseball player, mm-hmm. uh, like he's paid to be, and yes. uh, hopefully can figure that thing out. But mm-hmm. I think those bats are, are are a piece that needs to kind of get warmed up as well, and I think yeah. that is promising. They're mm-hmm. off to a great start if if nephew Ronnie is doing what he's doing and just just the, because what he did against the Red Sox like that's what yeah. the Braves need to get yeah. just get the ball rolling then you got Vaughn Grissom coming up bringing up the rear as well mm-hmm. this, this we we know what the Braves need to do in order yes. to get this thing done indeed indeed and not just what Ronald Acuna Jr did in the last series but really when you look across kind of uh, I think it was about 7 games if you will 11 for 25 that's what we're looking yes. for. And it doesn't have to be home runs. Get right. on base. Yeah. And then we already know, to your point, when he's on base, we know that that's almost insurance of a run if all it is is an RBI single from right. the batter, whoever's you know in that, in that two-hole, to get him around. So I like that. And also, I think it's important, even tonight, for Jake Odorizzi and all the pitchers who are going to pitch this series to go deep. That way you have your bullpen rested and relaxed for that Met series as well. Because like you said, a two and two thirds outing, you just can't have that, especially if you're expecting that bullpen to rise to the occasion next week. No doubt about it. And speaking of another team that we're expecting to rise up, we like that, right? Falcons, Lions at four field in Detroit is going down in the D. We will see if Arthur Smith offense can get the ball rolling, not not literally, but yeah, get that run of game popping off. We'll talk about all of that and what we're going to have our eyes on and what you should be looking out for. For That's next right here on ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and T, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to ATL Day Ones. I am Tanitra. That is Jarvis. And listen, as always, we appreciate you guys for pulling up, especially on a Falcons Friday. Yay! And we appreciate you guys for always downloading the podcast wherever you get your podcast and for giving us a five-star review, too. That is always appreciated. And what you do to really support our entire Locked On Sports Atlanta network, going to YouTube, subscribing and liking and getting us closer and closer to 3,000 subscribers. But like I said, it's big, big energy, really, Jarvis, for this entire Atlanta sportscape this weekend. Because get this, of course, we know we talked about the Braves in the first segment. They have a four-game set at the Marlins to maybe make up some ground ahead of that showdown with the Mets next week. Then you got the Dream. They are still in playoff contention. They're right now in the number eight spot, right? And they've got two games. Liberty play them tonight at home. They go to New York to play the Liberty Sunday. You win them both. You're in with no question, and you got to love that. And then United, back in the playoff hunt. Good look after beating the Sounders last week. Now if they get this win in Cincinnati, at least a point, walking away with at least a point in the result, or three points and get a result, like that's a good thing. And we love it all. We love that there's big, big energy in the city for sports, but the biggest energy, even though they are not physically playing in the city this weekend, is the Falcons, because like we said, Jarvis, it is game day so we'll have our eyes peeled to what's going on tonight so many different storylines leading up to this first preseason game but let's start with the rookie class of 2022 we've been watching them closely just to see how everyone from 
the top of the rookie class in Drake London, all the way to the bottom of the rookie class with a Justin Schaefer, how these guys have been faring. So when you tune in tonight, which rookie are you most looking forward to seeing? And what do you want to see from him? You know what? I want to, I want to Like, I'm going to keep pounding that table. Like, you know, <laughs> me, you know how I get down to Like, at, at the end of the day, like, I want to see why the Falcons drafted him. Because, you know, there are, like, you talk about, you know, developments and and John Chuckery, of, of hitting hard with John Chuckery. Check that out, by the way. We were having a conversation about, about you know, second-round players and, you know, and what they should and should not do. But yeah. And I think that is guys, but at the end of the day, can the conclusion that at the end of the day, guys are going to develop how they develop, right? Yeah. You know, either they're going to develop, end up developing into a player, whether or not that's in the first year, you see it in the mm-hmm. first year, or you see it in the second year. Mm-hmm. But because a prime example is right on this roster, right? Richie Grant. Richie Grant yes. is a guy that he was couldn't figure out the defense last year, mm-hmm. and he was thrust into a position that he never really played. You know, mm-hmm. he was out of position last year, and he stepped in and did a fine job. And and now we're talking about him being a potential in his second year being a potential breakout player. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I know I have to practice patience, but you know, when given how the Falcons have rushed a passer in the yes. last ten years, I yes. just use that as a number. I can even go probably go further back than that. But just to say in the last ten years, the Falcons have been one of the worst teams rushing the passer in the league. Agreed. Guaranteed. You can look it up. <laughs> you know, not you necessarily, but for those who may disagree with me, go look it up. These guys haven't been able to get to the quarterback. And right. that's and everybody knows that. So I think that the first guy that comes to mind for me has to be Arne Ebiketti. Like I want to see why the Falcons drafted him. Flash tonight, please. I need you yeah. to flash. Like get your flashlights out. I want to see. I want to see him at least put the quarterback on the ground, attack him for mm-hmm. loss, something. Give me something, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, and as we talk about all the time, too, it'd be great to see him get a sack. But even if you disrupt the play, even if it's a situation where you get a QB hit, we'll take that to (laughs) to that point. That shows us that you're okay with bringing pressure and that you're going to be a part of that 3-4 that says, I'm coming around and I'm coming for you, and I'm going to at least make you think twice the next time you throw that ball. And I'm going to go on the offensive side and say, I'm very intrigued to see what Tyler Algier gets to do because I truly believe that even with all the weapons in the receiving core and the tight end core, and we're thinking that we have at least some solid play from the quarterback position, I don't believe any of it, any of it is going to get where it needs to be without a run game. And yes, yes we have Cordero Patterson, but hey. again, if I'm looking at somebody that I want to shine, I want it to be Tyler Algier. I want to see what he's able to do. If his O-line gives him the opportunities and they create some gaps, I want to see you get through the gap and go. I want to see you get to that second level and just go. Or I want to see you be able to at least get you know, past the first level, like get to the first level. Let's just start right there. Get to the first level, get some chunk yards on those first downs so that we're getting into second and shorts or even third and shorts and you can move the chain. So he's my guy that I'm looking at from a rookie perspective. Now, switching gears, Jarvis, who had a lot of veterans, especially acquisitions, right? So when you look across that entire space of veterans that the Falcons acquired in the offseason, who are you most looking forward to seeing tonight? And what are you kind of looking to see out of that veteran? You know what? It has to be, you know, a guy, you know, a couple guys kind of come to mind, right? Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, there's, a, of course, Lorenzo Carter, but I'm going to go in a different direction. I'm going to okay. go Elijah Wilkinson because, yeah. you know, this is the guy that's been inserted into the, 
to the uh, starting spot ever since the second day of camp, you know, mm-hmm. and whether or not you want to believe it's for injury purposes or mm-hmm. just better purposes, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> with, with, in, in regards to Jalen Mayfield, I think mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter at this point. Right. I just want to see somebody that's be that's capable in that in that slot, and I think mm-hmm. that uh, Wilkinson is a guy who who played mostly right tackle. Um, being since he's been mm-hmm. in the league and he's yes. moving down inside, and I think that mm-hmm. there's a different element that you have to kind of make an, right. uh, uh, an adjustment to. Mm-hmm. And May, Mayfield may or may not be able to do that because he played tackle in college as well. Right. So I, I think that that's the main key for me is just like mm-hmm. if I can see a five to six yard gain and literally right. right over in that two hole or mm-hmm. or in that three hole on the left side of the offensive line, I'm just like oh. That's what that looks like. Yeah. A gain of yardage, a plus, plus, not minus. That's a good <laughs> thing. That's what I'm looking for. That right. I would be very excited if I see that tonight. I'm for sure. Yes. And I'm gonna keep you guys with a cliffhanger on my veteran acquisition that I'll be checking out tonight. Because first I want Jarvis to tell you guys about what else hypes him up. We know Falcons game day hypes him up, but also coffee AM. Let me tell y'all something, man. <laughs> Coffee AM, go there right now. Coffeeam.com backslash locked on. Now, I'm about to tell you why you need to go to that website because mm-hmm. it is the best small batch coffee roasted in the entire country. And I ain't just saying that, jump because, you know, when you put in your order, you go to the mm-hmm. website, they're going to make it right then and there for you. Like, literally, they're going to make it right there. So it's going to be super, uber, duper fresh. So you don't have to worry about anything because I know sometimes I, I drag in the morning. Sometimes I don't wake up right at 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning like I'm supposed to to go get my workout on. But, you know, when I don't, I get up and I'm feeling groggy and I just need to pick me up. I'm going to Coffee AM. I love, love, love those those K-Cups. The Kenya, the Kenya version, like they got all over the country. Like, what are you talking about, Jarvis? Kenya. They got coffee from all over the country. And you just waking up and smelling all this good stuff. I'm talking about it's just just making you want to do just do something crazy. I was about to say something else, but I don't want to get in trouble. But yeah, let's not. You no, know, <laughs> let's not do that. So here's the thing. Here's what I'm gonna do. Before I get in trouble, I'm gonna tell you what you exactly what you need to do. Go to coffeeam.com backslash locked on, drop in that coupon code box, locked on. And you're going to get 15% off of all coffee, teas, and get sets on your first order. So do it right now. The code is LOCKEDON, 15% off. Go ahead and do it right now. Yeah. And like Jarvis said, in addition to the coffees, you know, I love the tea. So check out those teas and those gift sets as well. I think you will enjoy that. Now, Jarvis, going back to our question around the veteran acquisition that we'll most be looking at. Like you mentioned, Elijah Wilkinson, I love that pick and I'm going to be taking a look at him as well. But I want to throw somebody in there too, because I think from the perspective of corners, you know, we're excited. We're definitely excited and we're believing in AJ Terrell and we're believing in Casey Hayward, right? So we think we're good to go there. And we're kind of confident and feeling very much more encouraged, especially after going to watch training camp this past weekend in what Richie Grant and Jalen Hawkins will be able to do. My intrigue is, and we know that, by the way, that the starters are going to play for both the Falcons and the the Lions tonight. So we'll see those guys at least for a couple of series, we hope. Right. What my question is, is on what happens to everybody, really, that's down the depth chart. But since we only get one, 
I want to see what Dean Marlowe is going to do, right? Because he, at this point, would be kind of, you know, your second um, on that uh, safety depth chart. And, of course, we wish no ill will to anyone, but we have to start thinking about the fact of what if somebody goes down? Does the Falcon, do the Falcons not just have quantity in the depth on both sides of the ball, but do they have quality? So I'm actually going to be looking to see once those starters finish the series or two that they're in, what a veteran like Dean Marlowe will bring to the table and a couple of other ones, but we'll leave it at that because I have one more question to ask you before we wrap up, right? So we're thinking about the game. And we're going to have all eyes and we know you guys are going to be watching too. And hey, drop us a comment, whether it's on Twitter, you see our Twitter handles down there, or whether it's a comment on YouTube, drop us a comment and give us your thoughts after the game as well. But want to know, just give me one thing that you feel Jarvis will mean success for you tonight, winning the game, winning just that first quarter when the starters are in there or a position group that actually wins their battle. I think his position group actually wins the battle. And you know what I'm leaning towards, right? Let it be the offensive line or defensive line, right? You, you sit up and say, like, man, the Falcons actually look better than the Lions' offensive line. That's what I want to say. I want to mm-hmm. be able to say that. Now, as, as bad as the Detroit Lions have been, they got some pretty doggone good offensive linemen on yes. this. I'm talking about Peninsula, yes. who is an absolute monster on mm-hmm. the field right now. Like, the way he was go- um, going at it with uh, Aiden Hutchinson on, 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 yes. <laughs> on HBO Hard right. Knocks. I was like, man, this dude is so good. Why didn't the Falcons draft him? But that's a whole other yeah. conversation. Right, for right. Day. But but yeah, but 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 seriously though, I think that if you can say sit up here and say that the the Falcons secondary locked down the Lions wide receivers or or the Falcons offensive line held their own against the Detroit defensive line, I think that 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 will be a a, a solid win in a battle like where the final score probably wouldn't even matter if you're able to yeah. say something like that. I agree. I agree. I'm not looking at that final score. I could care less. Yes, I would at least like the Falcons to win the first quarter, but if they don't win the game, no harm, no foul, I'm going to go with you and say, I want to see the same, the position group, whether that's the D line that wins the battle for the Falcons or whether that's the O line, it'd be great if they both win the battle. But anyway, since we're talking about just winning the trenches, bottom line, position groups that are tied to the trenches, win your battle. Now, when we come back, we're going to talk about some winning that's going on right here in Atlanta. Our sports scene is exploding. And you know what they say, and a child shall lead them. We're getting some leads from these young guys right here in the A. So we'll talk about it on the other side in For the Culture. Final segment of ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra. We want to say thank you for rocking with us throughout the entire show. And if you missed any part of it, make sure you go back and check us out wherever yeah. you download your podcast from an audio standpoint and on check us out on YouTube. All you got to do is drop in that search box, Locked on Sports Atlanta, and our faces Will my ugly mug will pop up and pop up and Tanisha Batiste beautiful mug will pop up because you guys are really commenting on her and I've just been letting her know that so she hears and understands where are you coming from and how you feel so yes we we here we're here for you we're 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 other people but T this is for the culture and it is the intersection between sports entertainment and the culture and sometimes whatever the hell we're gonna talk about because that's just how we get down but today today. Today, 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 2003, yes. the best <laughs> version of the Madden video game was released, T. And when I tell you, this is the one that had Michael Vick on the cover. We just <laughs> talked about him yesterday. He made an appearance out at Flowery Branch, yes. saying some really good stuff about Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter and what those guys have to do to be successful in 2022. But mm-hmm. I think that when you go back to 2003, T., 
there were many a nights that <laughs> my friends and I, while we were sitting up there in college, playing this doggone video game because Michael Vick was an absolute cheat code, like literally. Like you couldn't play, if we were playing for money, like you couldn't play with the Falcons because it was literally, Michael Vick was literally a cheat code. And I think that's kind of how he was on the field as well. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's funny because the Falcons released this cool like tweet today, you know, saying basically happy uh, Michael Vick Madden day, right? And so right. there's a 40 second clip that we'll send out to you guys and let you check it out. But he talks about the fact that as amazing as it was to be the number one overall pick, He's still amazed as well at how people just go crazy over this particular, or how they went crazy and still go crazy over him being on that Madden cover and how even to this day, yes, he does play as a Falcon when he plays Madden, but that that was such a game changer and such a cool moment. So yeah, I think that, and also the fact that the Falcons tweeted that out, I think was so cool because it just shows how the Falcons as an organization and you know, the, this Falcons kind of dirty bird country have really started to embrace him again. And I just love to see him getting his flowers and getting his shine for, like you said, the cheat code that he was and really how he still continues to evolve as a person. So, yeah, happy Michael Vick Madden Day. You know what? And, I, and I've been more impressed with Michael Vick, the man. Yeah. than the actual player. And that's saying a lot because he was a dynamic player, regardless yes. of how you feel about preparation and mm-hmm. being able to throw the ball and all that good stuff, whatever. Like, the dude was a dynamic player. And I think that he was one of the guys that – I think it's interesting that we're, you know, talking about the Atlanta sports scene, right, because I think mm-hmm. that when you go back to the times when Michael Vick was playing on Sundays in the Falcons mm-hmm. uniform, the vibe, the scene, and just – the energy that was in the Georgia Dome when he was playing on Sundays at one o'clock, it was just different. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you look at look around, look at the professional sports landscape in this city, T, mm-hmm. I, I'm starting to get those same type of vibes, right? Yeah. And yeah. starting with the Atlanta Hawks, like no doubt. I think that when which players, you know, do you think are the most exciting or can at least get this city back to? that those type of vibes like where everybody is at the games and they're just rooting Mm -hmm. for the Falcons and it's not like the opposing teams in there trying to take over exactly yeah when you you talk about the Hawks and I have never seen this city so excited I really have to think about it Jarvis and you tell me if I'm wrong because you are born and raised here but for the time that I've been here I've never seen the city as excited as they were when it was announced the day it was announced that we acquired DeJounte Murray like I'm talking about it was like the whole city media, fans, everybody was buzzing about this because you just felt like it was a game changer. And you're looking at him and he's a 24 year old, you know, he's like right coming, approaching his prime. And you're looking at Trey Young and he's approaching his prime. And you're looking at them both and they got a little swag. And we found out about DeJounte swag real recently when somebody tried him. Don't, <laughs> don't come for me. Carol, it's what I got it. from it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he tried it and he showed you. But I like it, Jarvis. It's the swag and the excitement. And to say that it's in that those young players and, and you know, with an honorable mention, by the way, to the likes of a JC and the likes of right. a double O, but it's Trey, it's Deshante. They're about to be the faces of this franchise, I believe. And to say they're young, it's like, all right, now we got building blocks and we got that swag and they feel like this city. Absolutely love it. And I think that, you know, no pun intended, that they embrace the culture too, uh, specifically yes. with Trey Young. You know what I'm yes. saying? Because he understands what it is to be in Atlanta as a mm-hmm. young brother. Like, like, I think that it's safe to say 
And you know what? I'm going to say, and it's true, that mm-hmm. the sports fan makeup in the city of Atlanta is something like no other in, around this country. Because yeah. when you think about who's in those in those stadiums, who's supporting yes. those teams, who's buying those season tickets, it looks different. It yeah. just looks different. And, mm-hmm. and I and I just leave it at that. You guys know yeah. what I mean when I say that. So um, I think that, you know, Trey Young and DeJounte Murray are, are guys that that really, really understand what mm-hmm. it is to, to, to be a part of something because, you yes. know, Murray has talked about coming down to Atlanta and putting on and representing, like, like we know what that means. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's something that, that you can really, really get a good grasp on and then yes. and kind of, kind of change over to the Falcons. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it, I think the Saints go to it, to it, but I'm a, I'm not going to say Grady Jarrett because I don't think that, I think it's kind of like Grady is, is great, but Grady is can be considered OG. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's our elder statesman now. Yeah, he's an elder statesman now, which is kind of weird to say because he's still a young guy. You know what I mean? But I think when you talk about a couple of guys that that can really be those guys, Mm -hmm. I think you have to go with A.J. Terrell and Kyle Pitts, right? Because Kyle, like I've seen just from year one to year two, I've seen Mm -hmm. Kyle just kind of like flourish and start to come out. Like, oh, you know, first year, look, quiet, laid back. This year, uh-huh. I'm comfortable. I'm starting to get into yeah. a leadership role. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to open my mouth more. I'm starting to really help guys. And, and, and if somebody like a quarterback like Felipe Franks is moving the tight end, like, here you mm-hmm. go, bro. Here's what you need to do. Here's, right. here's some certain things. Here's how you should have done that particular play. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not criticism, but it's like, hey, iron sharpening iron. Like, mm-hmm. And those are his words and my words as well, you know, when yeah. we were talking about Felipe Franks. So, and then you got A.J. Terrell, who's oh, yeah. like, you know, you know he's starting to come get that swag and starting to get that confidence. Mm-hmm. And when you think about those guys having one of those guys on each side of the ball, of the football, it's just like, man, these stars are starting to line to you when you're right. talking about just what's going on with these with the teams in this city. And I think the Falcons have two guys that are mm-hmm. ready to roll. Oh, no question about it. And I love that you're going with Kyle Pitts because to me he's like the sneaky, quiet assassin. And mm-hmm. you know, it's funny because he was super quiet pretty much that first season, but like I always say, he talked to me. So I kind of am not surprised to see this version of Kyle because I'm like, yeah, I always kind of knew that was there. I mean, dude is from Philly. Come on now. So he's going to bring some kind of edge. Yeah, I don't care if he grew up in the (laughs) first, Philly is Philly is Philly. So you're going to have some edge to you, right? And so I love that we're starting to see that this year. And I think too with AJ Terrell, I think there was, you know, a humbleness, which we appreciate by the way, but I think he's understanding that you can still show humility and confidence at the same time. And it needs to be more vocal because you are considered to be the best player on the defense. And if you're considered to be the best player, arguably on that defense, obviously Grady Jarrett being one of those as well. But if you're considered to be that, then yeah, we need to hear it. We need to see it, but we also need to hear it from you because I mean, Hey, you're from the city. So go on and put on. No doubt about it. So, and I think that when you think about what it is, you know, even talking about the dream and, you know, yeah. and, and, and like what they got going on. Right. You know, rookie of the year, guarantee pretty much, yeah. <laughs> you know, even Atlanta United, you know, having mm-hmm. having the young players go get get um coming along and, and being like that. I just think that the city is in good hands when you're talking about what this professional sports scene is going to look like for the yeah. next four to five years. I agree with you. Yeah. And and you cannot speak enough about Ryan Howard. I mean, she is, it's crazy what she's been able to do. I mean, three consecutive rookie of the month awards or honors. That's a beautiful thing. This is a team that based on really on her 
that she put on her back, along with some of the veterans like Kennedy Carter, but uh, excuse me, um, Parker. Right. Make sure I get that right. Miss Parker. Miss Parker. But uh, yeah, we've got, you know, our amazing veterans like this, Miss Parker. But Ryan Howard has just shown you what the city is about. All the swag that you ever want to see, she has got it. And so Mm -hmm. she's got that team, a team that didn't even crack double digit wins last year is likely going to the playoffs. That alone tells you that she brings it all day, every day. And like you said, you've got young guys like Rocco Rios Novo, who the United fans, the the 17s are super excited about, and George Campbell, who kind of came up the ranks um, as a homegrown player. That's excitement as well. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, you know, United may be having a little bit of an off year, but trust and believe those young guys, they're going to bring them back. They're going to get them back on, on par. No doubt about it. And we're going to hope that you come back on Monday as we will be talking about Falcons, Lions. We're going to be deep diving all, digging all into the doggone show. We're going to be talking about the fourth quarter when Justin Schaefer out here pancaking, folks. Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And Arnold Evicati get get in the sack because Lord knows if he goes out there and doesn't play well, T., gonna be a long show monday it's gonna be a long show monday as you see that look on her face that's exactly the face you'll probably be giving me as well because you know how i am like yeah we're gonna talk about it right right we are watching so definitely (laughs) check us out monday and listen you can always play us back and run it back from this entire week and run back hitting hard with john chuckery as well and listen as you are root for everybody because the city is putting on this weekend root for united to get that result with f's with uh cincinnati fc right root for the hawks to be doing whatever they're doing as they get ready to gear up for training camp we got the dream they're gonna get these two dubs and jarvis it goes without saying that the braves with that young core we're talking strider grissom mh2 it's about to be on have a great weekend guys and we will see you on monday y'all come back now you hear Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.